I mean, I don't know how many devotees go out every day. I know it's difficult to make time, but we should at least give it a try or give it a little try to go sometime, you know, just on book distribution because that service is very purifying and it brings you, and it very pleases the guru the most. So a devotee's or a disciple's goal is to please the guru in any way possible. And the guru should be very pleased. Of course, there will be problems. There will be suffering in the world. There will be like natural sufferings or there will be sufferings from our own body and mind. And so suffering will come. There's all the devotees that have been through suffering. So like any name you take, Prahlad Maharaj, he only had seven days to live being such a king, such a big king. And the suffering was there. And you see of Pandavas, they had to go through so much suffering and austerities. Or if you think about Draupadi, she had to suffer so much. Being harassed in public is very, very big suffering. And so many other devotees, you know, you name it, and they have been through a lot of suffering. So we need to realize that that suffering is not, we should not just give up because we think that Krishna doesn't take care of his devotees, right? This is a very bad mentality to think. Because my Guru Maharaj says that Krishna will never give you something you can't handle. So we should realize that and we should keep doing our service as much as possible to a degree. We should not just give up and just go and do and just say, well, you know, I am trying my best. I'm trying to do something good and then I'm getting these suffering. So it's like Krishna is not taking care of me, which is not good because Krishna, everything happens as per the will of the Lord, you know. One day I was hearing, I was actually hearing the story that one day Lord Vishnu came and was holding a blade of grass. And he asked all the devtas, they were coming, okay, you do this, you know, like Indra, you come and try and ruin it with your thunderbolt and cut into pieces. And he tried, he couldn't do it. And for Agni, you know, try and burn this thing and try and burn, but he couldn't do it either. So nothing happens other than the will of the Lord. So we should remember that. If Krishna is giving us something like that or like suffering, we should take it as whatever you give. It's beautiful because that's the opportunity to come closer to Krishna. That is the time. Like Queen Quinti prayers, you know, in Bhagavatam we see the prayers of Queen Quinti where she said, whatever, may may all these calamities come again and again because when they come, that's only when we feel more connected and more closer to the Supreme Lord. So we should remember that, that we should not let the sufferings come in the way of our service. I mean, there will be sufferings, whether it's your mind or your body, things will come, but we should be very intelligent. And we should always consult our mentors or our senior Vaishnavas who have been in this Krishna consciousness movement for a very long time. And we should always ask, seek guidance from them because sometimes it becomes very difficult. Like a few years ago, I was on marathon Prabhupada Marathon and everything was just like very inspiring, very enthusiastic. I was going to go out on book distribution every day for longer hours. And one day my health just diminished, like went very low. But I was seeing devotees because, you know, it's Prabhupada Marathon time and everyone is just racing to win the marathon. So I was just like, I want to win as well. You know, I don't want to sit at home and just relax, even though my health is a bit low. So I wanted to go out and my mentor, my ashram leader once told me that, you should take a few days, you know, just relax, just take a day off and, you know, just focus on your health. 
and then you can continue the service. So, but I was like, oh, yeah, 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 no, 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 I'll still go, you know, I'll still go. So I, I didn't listen to him, and I still went out and did, did my service. But then my health went down very bad. And for instead of two-day rest, now I have to take 12-day rest. So, so that's why what the point I'm trying to make is very important sometimes to listen to the people who are senior to us, who are giving us this advice, because they know what could happen, you know. Prabhupada always says the main focus, the first thing we need to focus on is our health. Then comes chanting, then comes service, and then comes reading books. So this is how Prabhupada arranged it. So we should focus on the health, because health is very important. And not just body health, health of the body, also the health of mind, you know. You should not let your mind be engaged in these mundane activities. So if you're feeling that your mind is being very distracted, it should, it's, we should see guidance and we should stop for a moment and just see, okay, I need to sort this out properly before things get very bad. Because the greatest, the biggest problem we are carrying, the heaviest thing we carry with us is our own mind. And I use that line sometimes on book distribution to the travelers, you know. <laughs> they say, I can't take this book, I got too much luggage to carry. I'm like, the heaviest thing you carry is your own mind. So don't worry about the book, it's very light as compared to your mind. <laughs> so... We should remember that we should not get too attached to the thoughts because they will come and go, you know, it comes in faces. So we should just focus and just remember the ultimate goal is to serve Krishna. And only by devotional service we can come closer to Krishna. And we should not, we should do it in pure devotional service. We should try and elevate ourselves to the level of pure devotional service. And how do we get closer to pure devotional service? Anya bilashita shunyam. When every other desire or any other mundane desire or attachment is zero, shunyam. That's only when we can come closer to being a pure devotee of the Lord or to pure devotional service. So Prabhupada has given us this whole process how even a neophyte devotee by practice and by hard work and by sadhu sangha can elevate his consciousness to the level of pure devotion. And we have seen examples and we have seen stories in ISKCON itself that how many devotees have been able to reach that level, you know. Like I remember, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, like all the devotees, you know, have faced challenges like His Holiness Bhakti Tirtha Maharaj had to go through so much health challenges at the end of his time he had to have a terminal cancer or his holiness Jaipataka Maharaj had to go through but they never just they were very dedicated and still very firm in devotional service I mean I had this opportunity when I was in Mayapur to actually see Jaipataka Maharaj when he was coming from coming back to Mayapur and he was giving classes he was giving lectures and it was very beautiful like how he's still so enthusiastic and very eagerly engaged in devotional service and, and for, a, for a neophyte devotee or for a devotee, any devotee at any level, the inspiration comes by looking at the senior devotees. So the senior devotees, with the association of senior devotees, or by looking at the senior devotees, it's easy to make advancement, or a person can actually make advancement. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Shastra Koe, Lava Matra, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Siddhi Hoi. Just a minute of association with a pure devotee can elevate oneself or can put one to a higher platform and make one a devotee. So 
we should remember to take opportunity and spend time with the devotees. Because just by the association of the devotees, it becomes easier. I mean, for, from my own personal example, I value the association of devotees because there was a time when I had to, I was, I was put in a situation where there were no devotees around. And it was very difficult, well, health challenges and that stuff. So sometimes it's very difficult to get, keep the association of the devotees. What should one do at that time when there are no devotees around? Well, my teacher says that there's Prabhupada's books always available. Just by reading Prabhupada's books, you can always associate with Prabhupada. Prabhupada is non different from his books. Because if you want to associate with Prabhupada, you should read his books. And that's the, that's the, that's the best association you can get. So one should be very careful in following these things that Prabhupada has given us based on how he has given us, rather than reading and trying to think this may not be the best way for me, so we just try to change it. One should not change stuff, and one should just follow how it has been. So, and yeah, just going back to the purport, where Prabhupada says that they will declare themselves uh, as adherents of no religious principle, and many isms and cults will spring up in Kali Yuga, only to kill the spotless bull of religion, you know. Has anyone ever felt like starting their own movement before, or is it just me? <laughs> you know, sometimes, well, I know when I was very new, you know, sometimes I find it very difficult. I'm like, oh, no, that's not how things should be, you know. I like to do things in my own way, so I'll tell people, hey, maybe you should do it the way I'm telling you to do, you know. And we should not do that. That's, what, that's the sign of Kali, that everyone's trying to do their own things, you know. That's why we see in today's society, there's like, millions of different forms of way of spiritual paths, you know. Everyone say, you follow my path and you can go to the ultimate goal. Or you follow my path and you can go to ultimate goal. But what is the most authentic path? How would one know what path, which road to choose, you know. People say, some people I meet, they say that it doesn't matter what path you take, you know. You end up at the same place. I'm like, that's not... Prabhupada used to give analogy of like, if you take a flight... To Sydney, you're not going to Melbourne. You're going to go to Sydney, right? So whichever path you choose will take you to the destination, what's guaranteed over there, you know, what the road is going to. So we should remember that. And one cannot just make things on their own selves and say things like we have so many gurus in India I was hearing about that have no firm authority over not speaking from the Shastras. They were just doing some magic tricks like, you know, like some illusory tricks. And people are like, wow, this guy is saintly, you know. That's not the qualification of a saintly person. And the Shastra clearly tells us, or Rupa Goswami, Nectar of Instruction, tells us that we should not just imitate or take sannyas or just become a guru for the sake of being a guru, you know. The first, first mantra in Nectar of Instruction, the first instruction is that one should not just falsely be a guru. One should have the qualification of sense control. Vacha Vegam, Manasakroda Vegam, Jiva Vegam, Udra Prasta Vegam, Etan Viganya Visahita Dira, Shishat. So only by sense control, controlling the, controlling the speech, the tongue, and the belly and genitals, when one has done that, that's only when one is qualified to make disciples all over the world. So we should remember that. One should not just. Look at a fake guru because, you know, you need to look at the qualification of that guru. How qualified that guru actually is. 
And that's what that that's something that was special about Prabhupada, because Prabhupada did not just say things as he likes or as he desires. He always focused on the principles and the Shastra. Even sometimes he got like so much problems with you know speaking from the authority and speaking the truth, but he did not change it. He did not like say, just because of your own sense pleasure, I'm going to change the truth. That's not how a person should be. So we should remember that. We should always stay focused and we should be very merciful and very thankful towards our acharyas who have done a beautiful job in setting up this whole movement in such a way that people like me or people like very from a very degraded background can actually come and take shelter of Krishna. So, it's, it, as I always, as I often say that our movement, Krishna consciousness movement, is not just a Hindu religious organization. It's a preaching movement. We should go and preach the message of the Shastra or Guru. Because unless you go and preach, there will be no moving forward. How will ISKCON go forward if we all stop preaching? <laughs> you know, if we just sit in our nice little temple and just do our daily temple services, then it's, then how will we move forward? Like, you know, since very beginning, Prabhupada was focused on preaching. Prabhupada is an Uttama Adhikari. He had to come down to the level of Madhya Adhikari to preach. Is that, is that correct? Because, you know, because... Prabhupada wanted to preach, otherwise how would he set up Viscon? He knew that. So we should remember that very pleasing to Prabhupada's preaching or book distribution. I was listening to a disciple of Prabhupada giving this story that one day they were on Harinam and Harinam was going beautifully and the devotee was telling the story. He's sitting right at the lotus feet of Prabhupada. You know, he's very like, very happy and he's like, I'm enjoying the mercy. And He's feeling the love, you know, and this Harinam going on. The devotees are dancing and chanting ecstatically. And then he looks at Prabhupada, and Prabhupada is looking at another devotee who's, I think that was Hridayananda, who was actually going out distributing books. And Prabhupada was just focused on him and his wife when they were doing book distribution. He said, this Harinam going on, like at very good pace and very good ecstatic kirtans and stuff, you know, and Prabhupada did not take his eyes from Hridayananda. He was just looking constantly at Hridayananda. And that's when he realized that if you want to please Prabhupada, just do book distribution. Because that's a very pleasing service to Prabhupada. So we should all remember importance. Prabhupada is very pleased. I mean, Prabhupada did not just say that you should only do book distribution. There's many other services as well we can take part in many other services we can engage in. Some people are not just, you know, feel very difficult to do book distribution because it can be a very challenging service. So Prabhupada says, that's okay. If you can't do that, there's many other services, garland making, deity worship, cooking prasad. You can engage in those services as well. Because just by a little service, a, a devotee comes closer to Krishna only by service. So we should always seek opportunity. Any service we can get. Any service, whether it's big or small, doesn't matter. Service is service. It's equally pleasing to Krishna what service you do, you know. Because Krishna doesn't hate anybody. Krishna doesn't envy anyone. Everyone is equal for Krishna. Name Dvaishya Priya. Krishna says that in Bhagavad Gita. I envy no one nor I am partial to anyone. So <clears throat> we should remember that and we should just focus 
what Prabhupada has given us and stick to that and not try to concoct or make our own adjustments and our own variations to this. So I'll stop there. It's a little few minutes early, but just in case anyone has any questions or comments or corrections. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you for your feedback. So, all right. Anyone else has any comments? Grantra, Srimad Bhagavatam, Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Itai Gora Primanandi, Hari Haribo, Gora Bhaktavind, Ki Jai.